into the apex is hitting the road this summer, bringing you to the source of motorsport. Look for special episodes from Barber Motorsport Park, Mid-Ohio, Virginia International Raceway, and Watkins Glen. And don't miss the road shows from the 106th Indianapolis 500 and the Music City Grand Prix in downtown Nashville. The party is only getting started. For the full lineup of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. All right, we're back in the studio, the actual studio. Uh, it's cool in here. Well, it's coolish. In it's here. a crisp seventy. It's degrees. a crisp seventy-four degrees. It beats ninety-five. Yeah, it's better than it was last week uh, at our undisclosed bunker location. Uh, it's Tyler Bradley, Rob Patrick, and uh, we're joined here for the first time, but uh, surely not the last time, by Taylor Parsons. We met at Watkins Glen uh, in person for the first time. And uh, racing for Screeching Moose Motorsports in sim racing in the sim world, uh, a competitor of ours in uh, at Operation Motorsport in the Opmo League. Uh, Taylor, thanks for joining us from Canada tonight. Thanks, guys. It's always great to be around. It's nice to actually be on the show for the first time instead of just listening. It's good to have you here. We were um, pretty much we all pretty much moved around Watkins Glen together. Yeah, the weekend. I liked it. That was a fantastic weekend. I. First time at Watkins Glen for me, especially coming from the West Coast. So seeing all the racetracks out here and the amount of racing on the East Coast is just incredible. So yeah, that I think we got you hooked on between us and Bruce, we got you hooked on camping for the for next year. Yeah, the fiance is still not sure, but she doesn't get the choice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we talked, we kind of waxed poetic about it for quite a while on that episode. Yeah, uh, but the camping the camping was excellent at the Glen. Uh, with Bruce, uh, Rob has been talking about camping with us for a while. Anyway, so that's no new thing. Do it. Just do it. I well, regret never it not was getting camping like, tickets. Just like against the idea of it, it seemed like you brought Me? it up. Yeah, against the idea. Yeah. So you just like us, watching people camp on YouTube, <laughs> which I don't blame him. <laughs> <I romanticize, laughs> yeah, you Rob, romanticize I it. Romanticize cold camping. There you go. <laughs> Hot tenting. Yeah. Now we almost at Watkins Glen this past this year we did almost get blown away in our tent the last night. Yeah, it was bad weather. Yeah, quite, yeah it was quite windy. I remember they were expecting that storm coming in when we left. That was it, it got worse that <laughs> night. It got worse. In the night, yeah, it was a little hairy, but it was weird. It was it was odd, but I did not mind. Well, what do you mean by what do you mean by weird? It was weird to sleep technically outside for three nights. Two or three nights. Wow. And it was odd to shower, but we got used to the grind of showering in a communal like shower. (laughs) (laughs) Bradley got very comfortable showering with other men. (laughs) (laughs) There was a partition, and there were, I honestly, I just thought high school me came into play and thought this is going to be terrible. But 
then adult me came into it and you can get used to just I, about any condition. I really don't know where to enjoy going with this. Anyway, I'm really concerned about your high school life now. <laughs> you go to a Catholic school or something? Yeah. No, I did. It's way too early in the show for public this. public school, Patrick. It's way school. way too early in the show for this. But no, uh, I I don't know, it's just I expected it and it I expected it to be a pain in the butt and it was actually okay. Riley thought people wanted to look but they didn't. No, I'm just saying the camping facilities at Watkins Glen are good. Yeah, no one's like every time. If there's a track I'm going to camp at, it's that one. Yeah, that's it's like it's kind of like glamping almost to like have actual bathrooms when you go to a place. Like to go like yeah. wait wait till the first time you go camping and you just have like a big thing holding water hanging from a tree that you filled up from the lake and you got like a minute to get your shower done before it runs out. Is that how it goes for you, Rob? No, if you were to do like backwoods camping or something, that's how you'd have to do it. Like you have these little like portable shower things that you get. Yeah. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, no, but there wouldn't be any race cars in, the, in that scenario. <laughs> for, for me, I come from a family that's really into the backwoods camp and stuff. Like, you shit in a hole and you dig the hole. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, 100% showers. The, the amenities at Watkins Glen are just incredible. Really, they're clean is the big thing. Is they actually stayed clean over the whole weekend. And just the vibe at the track is just incredible. If... Yeah. If you ever get the chance to go to Watkins, you have to camp. I yeah, regret be, not camping. It's I'll be driving down next special. year. Yeah, we've I, we've pretty much got Rob a hundred percent into Watkins next year. Oh, I was ready. Like I was sitting here, like about it's to close. drive the sixteen hours. Like I was close. Like I was like sitting here, like planning it out. Like how would I do this? Like I'd have to sleep in my car overnight. I was like, I could do it. <laughs> I'm happy that <laughs> stupid gas prices. <laughs> the longest part of that travel was the border for me. Because it's yeah. only four and a half hours for me to get to oh, Watkins. Okay. Five hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but of course, I get to the border and I chose the what was the short line. No, every every other line cleared out and I was the one stuck in the one line. Because every time there's the one guy waiting, it does something stupid. Yeah. But Rob was close. Yeah, it was we close. Said, it's a long drive, though. So it's it's beautiful. The finger Bradley can talk about driving oh, around the finger. Yeah, lights. the uh, I mean, it was majestic. The uh, just, good, just the whole experience, the good whole drive through P- Pennsylvania and uh, southern New York State. It was gorgeous. The mountains there, gorgeous. I did not. Yeah, I didn't anticipate how nice of an experience it would be. The track itself is the nicest track I've ever been to. Are you serious? Yes. Watkins Glen. That's a hot take. Watkins Glen. We talked about it. Watkins Glen, the area around it is the most beautiful landscape I've ever seen a race in, in my entire life. Seriously? Yes. It's absolutely incredible. I, yeah. It, For me, personally. The, the overall environment, yeah, is just gorgeous. The, the hill. The view from the the way that you can see the lake and the town from up on that hill at the track, the highest point. Yeah, yeah. and you look down, and it's like it's I don't know. It feels like it's above you, but you're above it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so meta. <laughs> <laughs> I just smoked a ton of weed, Rob. Yeah, well, there you go, man. That's what happens. <laughs> My God, I didn't, folks. For legal reasons. Yeah, he's a cop. Field. Don't worry. <laughs> don't do we don't talk about that. Hey, he's seeing the DTL. That's what's happening. Uh, I don't know what Rob's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on top of it, but it's on top of me. That's what Bradley's experiencing right now. 
Wow. I see the lake, but the lake is me. <laughs> Outer body experiences at the Glen. <laughs> I, know, I mean, calm down, Bradley, for Christ's sake. So calm down. What else were Please. you guys eating at Watkins Glen? Because clearly there was something else going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. We're picking up cow patties. Yeah. And eating what we found underneath. Yeah, Bruce was cooking some mushrooms on those burgers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, did, I didn't realize the track was so colorful. <laughs> Long you, story you know, short. You know Mario, when you, when you hit the star? Oh, God. Da, 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 that's what it was. That's oh what we saw. That's, that's how the cars looked. Long story short, it was a really enjoyable time. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. funny. No. Did that race go into <laughs> the night, the actual race, like on Sunday? No. No. No, it did not. Last year, uh, because they did the COVID double header, they did a partial night race. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a sprint race into the night. Uh, I think that'd be amazing there. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. But no, the, traditionally, the six hours of the Glen does not go into the dark. Yeah. They, uh, they need should. a longer Glen event. <laughs> like six hours is well, enough at the Glen. How about how about this? Patrick's fired up because uh, it was confirmed only today. Something that that was rumored, but is finally confirmed today that IMSA is getting an Indianapolis road course race next year. A sprint race, yes. Yep. And and the sprint race is a prelude to longer races the years after. And the Michelin pilot race is going to be, what, four hours or so? I think so. And it's going to be one month before GT World Challenge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that GT race, uh, Jerry, Cody, and I went there last year, that eight hours of Indy, that's that's a great event. I'm very tempted to go back this year. It was completely worth the trip last year. A lot of Indianapolis road stuff this week, whether it's real or sim. You got NASCAR and IndyCar there. Um, And then, of course, finally... Freaking finally, Indy, uh, iRacing gives us the new Indy scan uh, right in time for this. We, we thought we would get it for the Indy 500, but we didn't. Uh, so we've got that. There's a lot of fanfare around it. Then we get this news with IMSA. I think it makes sense. I, I really enjoy that that road course, whether it's in the Sam or real. I, I think it's a good move. Uh, am I sad that we lose mid-Ohio for IMSA most likely from the sound of it? Yes, I think that is sad. Uh, I wish they could budget-wise just add a track, but I this isn't. Let me add two topics for you guys to chew on here for a bit. the The Indy, Indianapolis road for IMSA, but also, uh, is it just me or do I feel like some of these sprint track sprint races where it's just GTD or otherwise? I feel like it's we're we're losing GTD entries and things like that left and right, like hard point different teams they aren't making it. The entry list seems short for IMSA. Uh, do you guys see, do you feel that with me? Do you feel that too? I only feel it just because I have so many things that I follow. It's like all my social media is just so geared towards sim racing and real racing is that I just see that kind of stuff that a lot of people might just be lost on. Like if I watch it on TV, if I was just someone who was tuning in, I'm not sure how much I'm feeling it. The broadcast still seems like there's lots of cars on it for the most part, but there definitely is a bit of a drop off. So if you watch, if you if you study the entry list, you're going to see it. Well, yeah, exactly. I just see like whenever those things happen, right? Like sports car 365 or whoever, like someone's sharing yeah. it, right? Or in our Discord, yeah. it could be anywhere. So you, we just, it's just like it gets thrown in our face in just a way that other people. Yeah. But like you know, so for but in, in terms of the actual broadcast and stuff like that, I'm not sure how much of a difference I've ever really noticed. What what as far as say a sprint race that's GTD only. Like Lime Rock or VIR, which will come up. 
What about it? What is how few entries are too few entries for you to? Oh, take seriously? yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what the number. I don't know if yeah. I have a hard fast number. Anyone else can say yeah. but For me, I would say it's sub fifteen. The track spread starts getting to that point where it, the racing isn't really racing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you're just doing a track day. Yeah. Yeah. And like like uh, what is it? GTE GTLM last year how it was yeah. where it was a guaranteed podium for the only three cars yeah. that showed up yeah. yeah at that point what are you watching you can only get point. so into something like that yeah it's true it's like that i guess it depends on the track a bit like lime rock you could probably have a couple less maybe but something like vir like you're gonna get gapped out pretty good there with a with a small yeah. field yeah there comes a point where you're just watching the cars drive even uh even at ctmp up here yeah. in Canada for the IMSA race, because of the border problems, a lot of teams didn't weren't able to make it across. Right. Yeah, and That's right. from what I was talking to teams in the paddock and everything, it wasn't a case of they didn't want to go there. It was border crossing. With that yeah. though, there was a m- very large gap in the field. You look at IMSA at Pilot Challenge, and the gap between the guys in the back and the guys in the front was extreme. And it was quite obvious when you got TCR cars passing GS cars three laps oh, yes. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it kind of takes away from that special for our fans. For people watching it, you're seeing stuff you shouldn't really be seeing or the race gets boring. Yeah. yeah. And no one wants the race to get boring, right? Um, the whole point is to be entertained, get more people racing. I, I think we need to ha- try and find a middle ground of trying to get more multi-class in, even in these smaller tracks. Something. I uh, like the P3s. I think even P3s and GTDs, something like that, to keep the multi-class aspect going will help. I agree with that. I mean, I feel like, honestly, I mean, going to events like, say, Michelin Pilot, or, well, Watkins Glen or otherwise, the Michelin Pilot field is larger and more interesting sometimes than the GTD field uh now that is not to say that i'm against uh, i mean we were at daytona and i loved absolutely loved and we saw the results of the gtd pro the new gtd pro that replaced gt lamar and uh splitting that up and having those gt3 classes in pro and and just regular that was the that was a great call i think that's still great uh in the races that we see i'm excited to see that at petite um I think ultimately, I think the endurance cup races are just where it's at in IMSA. The endurance cup; those are the races that I get excited about, and everything else, I'm just like, oh, I mean, what do we have here? Yeah. Well, when you get uh, like they what they just have just come off of uh, with a lot of these shorter sprint races, there's also less of a time gap between each of the race and the schedule. Um, so that's this is the part of the year where there's a lot of quick turnarounds, and not as many teams are willing to do that. Um, it costs a lot of money. It's a lot of resources, a lot of moving around. Um, and there's when you factor in the endurance cup race and how much it it goes into a 24 hour, six hour, 12 hour race, 10 hour race. There's only t- there's certain teams that will do all of them, the big ones that have the resources, and then there's others that are just not going to. They're not going to be able to do it, or they just may not have a desire right now. And that's going to change obviously next year with what teams are building prototype teams or hypercar teams or whatever. Rally yeah. still doesn't know what the hell. I, I kind of blame him though. It's not it's not that GTP. It is confusing. I understand it pretty well, but it's not yeah. that clear cut. The new cars is what I'll say. For, Just the new cars. 
Yeah, like yeah. remember we were, I remember when we were at Daytona, you could hear um what's the, the radio guy's name? John Hinba or Hinta. Hinta. T Daytona. Yeah. So Daytona. yeah, Mr. Daytona. Anyway, I remember him like talking out like over the loudspeakers at Daytona. We were in the grandstands, and he was like talking to people like okay well if you don't understand what's going on now like here are all the different cars and he's going through the different classes and stuff and like really the main identifier he was having like lmp2 lmp3 and like the gtd pro and normal gtd it was like look at the color of the sticker on the side of the car and it's like you know how hard that is at times and like for someone new how disorienting it is seeing all these different cars coming around in a split second and trying to determine who's battling who it's like they don't do a great job of it at times for anyone for newcomers so yeah i actually had a as Tyler and Bradley would know, my fiance down at Watkins Glen. She's never watched any racing other than F1 recently. So for us going down there, as Rob was saying there, the boards, trying to fig- explain what car is what yeah. to someone that has no idea what is going on, it, it is really hard and it can get really confusing for people. Uh, on track, they have great spotter guides and stuff to help for people that are there. Yeah. But for people watching on TV, anything like that, it can very easily get mixed up. And even while watching the race, those cars go by so quickly, you don't necessarily know what you just saw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, even like 12 hours into Daytona, I'd be like, wait, was that a two LMP2 or an LMP3? Yeah. Like, wait, wait. It looks like a spaceship. That's all we know. Yeah. yeah. That's all we know. I mean, obviously, you know what the DPIs look and sound like. Yeah, and they uh, like the, the paints and stuff. And I just honestly, the more, more. Yeah, the more you go, you know that the P3s have that deep growl, and the P2s have that little, that kind of higher pitch whine sound, much like they do in iRacing. Yeah. I really wish we could get a P3 in uh, iRacing. I Me think too. a P3 would be honestly really beneficial to iRacing. Yes. I'm sure we can all think of a missile moment where you've been murdered by 15 car lengths back by an LMP2. <laughs> um, or maybe that's just me and my team, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I know at Daytona, back when GT Le Mans was running at Daytona and iRacing, we went into the bus stop and we had an LMP2 come by from like 10 car lengths back and just hit us. Like out of nowhere into the bus stop. Just like, uh, okay, okay. And, and of course, we got yelled at because it was our fault. Of course, you know. Oh yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, LMP could just iRacing needs another car for multi-class racing in that sense. Like they need to. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. I, I feel with the GT Le Mans being removed, multi-class is not being appreciated as much as it is. I think a lot of people want to do more multi-class racing, but IMS is only one type of racing. And the speed differential, I feel, with GTD and LMP2 is enormous. Uh, yeah. So for people jumping into like a prototype for the first time to race IMSA, they're just w- flying up on these cars at an insane speed. Um, they're, they're not ready for it. Yeah. Well, how do you call it IMSA? And you only have GT3 and... An LMP, LMP two, one LMP two. Yeah. Like it's just it's it seems odd to me to have that I branding hope, and it to be so limited. I hope they're working with one of the many car companies they deal with to hopefully get a GTP in. Yeah, I would love to see a GTP car come in and possibly a hypercar or something, um, just so we can get a proper full multi class series. So we have multiple. Sure, surely, surely with iRacing's resources. 
between whether it's BMW or Porsche or whoever. Toyota. They partnered with Toyota now, so. Certainly somebody, if not more than one, somebody. BMW and Porsche. More that has to be not just somebody, but somebody's. Yeah. Surely, it's got to be. Surely, got to be a gentleman driver with an LMP3 who's also on iRacing who'd be willing to let them scan it or something like. It's I mean, like Robert, are you just talking about LMP3s? You're talking about GTP? All of it, though. Like, you just they could add multiple classes. Can we hand, to give proper? Can they handle it all? Yes, they. I release new cars every three but months. They're gonna, no, but it's it's eight cars. Well, to no, a they session. have to be in the in the times though. You cannot have iRacing IMSA series and not have the new hypercar. Not next year. With this, even being though technically said, we don't have a, uh, we never did have a DPI, but it would make it would elevate sure. that series to have the cream of the crop class of car. They've yeah. got to. Yeah, I agree. And the manufacturers These are all solvable problems. Yeah, with well, their relationship with BMW and Porsche are as solid as ever. You would think they got. I mean, for hell's for God's sake, we got the the port new BMW GT3 early, a year early. Yeah. So we could get the BMW next week for all we know. No. For all we know. I wish. I, I don't think they're going to w- try and move classes up until they introduce the new engine that they're working on. Yeah. Because I think that's something a lot of people keep forgetting that iRacing did announce that they're bringing the platform to a new engine. Oh. They they kind of hit it in the patch notes in the last few yeah. patches that, or I think it was Petrie the stream that they were talking about that they were yeah. going to la- launch the new engine. Which is probably going to be at the same time as rain, which is going to need. I, oh. I might need a new computer at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, let me throw this out there then. You read my mind, Taylor. Uh, do we get a new GTP car before we get rain, or do we get rain before we get the new GTP car? Assuming we are going to definitely get a GTP car, which why the hell wouldn't Assuming we? Assuming we're definitely going to get rain. Why not both? I. Uh, so the way I've been skeptical, I apparently can't speak. Um, <laughs> You're a skeptic. Skeptical. Yeah. I'm skeptically skeptically thinking that it's going to happen in season one, and I think season one, especially like last year, we got all the TCRs, we got a new GT4 car, we got the F1 cars, all those big changes always seem to happen season one. So I would I could definitely see us getting rain and possibly a prototype car is just a surprise. Yeah, that's a good that point because season one before the, that was huge too. And is season one, uh, beginning of December, end of November, beginning yeah. of December. Yeah. So we'll get a Christmas present for my racing. Yeah, Many, and hopefully. last year was banger. The year before that was banger. Yeah, and if you recall, back in 2010 and 11. That's when they released the Williams F1 car to everyone's surprise. Yeah. For Christmas. So. <laughs> Nobody was an OG like me? Nope. No. Oh, okay. Bradley nope. has like a four digit number for like his iRacing ID. I know. Yeah, he's old school <laughs> as shit. I joined like a year after iRacing started. <laughs> oh, you poor fucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm, an old, yeah. I'm an old fuck. We shared that account for many years. No, we didn't. Any road wins? Any road wins were my doing. Fuck Here we go. Here we go. Right <laughs> there it is. Patrick, there it is. welcome to the show. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Patrick. Uh, hey, I haven't Bradley, heard this one before. <laughs> Bradley, excuse everybody. Fist fight ex- in the parking ex- lot. Excuse everybody. Bradley was a road racing naysayer for many years. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, and now I'm faster than you. 
No. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. wouldn't say I'm faster than both of you, though. <laughs> oh. We'll see. We'll see at the eight hours of Indianapolis presented by Mad Sim Racer. Oh, Screeching yeah. Moose is going to go against. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Screeching Moose. Yeah, we'll be uh, there. You will be there. You had the hat at uh, Indianapolis. Um, I I want to give you a chance to talk about that, Taylor, because uh, sim racing. I mean, that's what we do here. Yeah, uh, your team is a, is a fun damn team. I appreciate it. Yeah, honestly, the team name actually started from McKenna, my teammate. He was trying to start a lemons team. So, like, the 24 hours of lemons, yep. real world. Um, we tried to get a team going for that, had the car, everything lined up. Never worked out, mostly because we were young and forgot how expensive racing actually is in the real world. We're like, yeah, we could do it. No, not going to happen. Um Actually, the sim racing stuff only started in 2020 for us. McKenna got into iRacing um, really hardcore. I was very skeptical on it because I was not super into racing so much, but very into cars. And he convinced me to come try his Logitech at his place with iRacing. And his way of screwing with me was, let's put him in a 911 RSR around Watkins. <laughs> I don't think I spent more time backwards than that weekend ever, but I was hooked that the next weekend I bought a wheel. We went out and we went out racing. Um, from there we tried joining a few teams kind of going from there and eventually it just didn't work out. We decided, you know what, let's start. We basically did the, the old Futurama meme. Well, we'll start our own with blackjack and hookers kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the name came out, and the name's one of those. The whole joke behind the name was it was going to be a super stupid name, but we were going to take it super seriously, <laughs> but not just to throw people off. <laughs> so we do try and be very competitive, but we also just have fun with it, right? Um, the name definitely grabs a lot of people's attention, hence why you were talking about it. Our liveries are always very out there, mm. very out there with, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, through that, we have a great team. We are a Canadian based team. The guy, we are based everywhere though. We started here in Canada. We have a guy in Australia, one fella in Singapore, two guys in Germany, mm. and we all race. We are always racing as a singular team we don't plan on growing any further than that we just it's all about just having fun that that is the point of sim racing down to the bare minimum right yeah um with that obviously we met you guys through your charity event for operation motorsport and we had a lot of fun with that and just could not stop from there i love that aspect of it because i mean you guys jumped in for the otmo uh, Watkins Glen benefit race last September, almost a year ago. Yeah. And uh, be I mean, because of iRacing, because of sim racing and all of our, all of our equal love for the real thing. Um, we basically spent the weekend hanging out at the six hours of the Glen in June as yeah. a result of that. And you, and you meet people that you know that you're going to see at these races for years to come. Yeah. Um, people like Rob, who we're going to see next week at Nashville and, possibly all three of us are going to sleep in the same bed i mean it's it's you don't even know 
You don't even know. I mean, as long as our head is at the other's feet, yeah. it doesn't matter. What's, uh, what's this talk about Sim Reason being for fun, though? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? We, what is it, Rob? Now? I don't what know about you. Well, we do it for world domination, and they already said you have to, you have, you have to hold, like, hold contempt for yourself to do it. So, yeah. But, yeah. Rob. I do it for the adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. Rob cuts himself before Rob, why race. do you race? I was going to say, what? Rob, I don't, I don't, I don't cut myself. I just put I little know. alligator clips on my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what dark secret are you coping with Patrick, for this race? Patrick, what do you do before endurance races, sir? Ooh, tell me. I let my hair on fire. That's tame. <laughs> where where on your body is this hair? Patrick? I thought yeah. on top was of my head. Penis cage. Oh, I really uh, thought Patrick yeah. was going to say penis cage. Yeah, that wasn't. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> I was going to say. I'll just call it twenty-seven page. minutes in, folks. I pretty much do what Rob does, but I actually hook up the alligator clips to a car battery. That's the Ooh, real trick go. going. <laughs> That's what Rob does. <laughs> Rob whips himself before every endurance race. <laughs> <laughs> he spits in the mirror. It's like uh, Ted Lasso. You're not good. Enough. He spits in the mirror at his face. Rob talk. He <laughs> slaps himself in the face and says, "You won't overtake in turn one. You won't overtake in turn one." <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting question. I mean, myself at Majors Le Mans two years ago, don't overtake in turn one. I crashed the car before the green flag. Oh no! So, I, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I, I think that's when you cancel your iRacing account and just I go just, to the set of I just did a big dumb. My team will never let me down for it. <laughs> Every time I start the car, I get, don't crash the car before the green. And <laughs> because I got a good jump because everyone jumped the field and we hadn't gone green yet. I got two passes and then spun up the tires, went left directly into the wall. Uh-huh. And then we went green. <laughs> We That's made a, not great. We Pain. made a good recovery, but every everyone does those mistakes, right? Hey, like, hey Rob at, at Le Mans 24 for the first time, he didn't have a pit limiter button set or something happened. Yeah, I, yeah he didn't have it set. Never. He did a full lap at pit limiters. I had, that was the first time I did a race that you had to do a pit stop in. Oh, no. I was so new what? to eye racing. And he was like, so ready for that. Oh yeah, I, oh, I was so, was so prepared. I remember. I remember. I said yes. Like, hey, you want to do this twenty-four hour race at Le Mans? Like, yeah, sure. That sounds awesome. Just trying to be a team player, fresh to the team, and uh, quickly realized, hopped into I'm Mazda, so and it was just like, how do you do this? <laughs> I was only driving. I'm so glad you point. did, Rob. How, how is Rob even here? Right do you now? imagine? Could you have imagined you'd be in this position? Right? I know. Who would Bradley sit next to next week? <laughs> what position is that? <laughs> In Nashville, who would Bradley even s- sleep next to? Why? There's going to be a bed for everybody. Yeah. Are you Why sure? would I sleep next to Rob? How do we know that? Because I booked the place. He's making sure he gets his own bed. That's yeah, what that exactly. is. <laughs> I slept I on the couch what? too many nights in Daytona. Ain't happening again. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that is true. I don't trust like that. Patrick slept in a chair. Yeah, Patrick sacrificed the bed for me to sleep in because he's a good man. Yeah, we gave him the bed the last Four. the last night. We gave him the bed. Me and Tyler had bunk. No, beds. I'm talking. We <laughs> did bunk beds. It was the perfect twin thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Airbnb in Daytona for the 24th. Yeah, it had some. Creepy, I'm talking. Had creepy dolls. <laughs> oh man, I'm there were so many dolls in that room. <laughs> I know, but we're gonna stay in the same one, right? Here we are. Oh I'm yeah, talking. I would for sure. Yeah, no, it was sir. good. It was a good place. I'm talking the Orlando one nighter. Patrick slept in the chair oh, rather yeah. than sleeping next to Rob. Well, I slept. I started in the chair, 
I slid down to the floor. And I kind of <laughs> did a half Patrick, and half. Patrick, what does this say about yourself? What fear do you have why, sleeping Patrick, next to a man? Patrick, why would you <laughs> sleep next to Rob? Exactly. What's your problem sleeping next to him? Oh, I would guess. I would guess the hell out of him. No, you were you were but close we're, enough. We're to all him in to the that. room. No, that's a false flag. You There's, were close enough to do. You that have anyway. a problem sleeping next to another man. Yeah, well, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Precisely. Why wouldn't you sleep next to Robert? No offense to Robert. Robert just, Jesus. I Rob's a beautiful him. man. Listen, here. I'd sleep next to him. <laughs> 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 I'd, I'd lie awake next to him. I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> I would look at him. Talk with, about it. With, keep uh, a secret. You would be together. rubbing your nipple while looking at him, too, I bet. <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> his camera goes off. I would, uh, I would look at him. Oh, we've with, lost uh, Rob. I would, I would look at him with come, come hither eyes. <laughs> Operative <laughs> word being come. <laughs> I think Patrick's just not secure enough in who he is. Uh, I'm just oh, bougie enough to sports, say. Folks, racing, racing. What, what kind of racing chat we got going? This here? is Daytona 24 talk. I don't know what you're talking about. This, this is, is relevant. This is we're yeah. talking about traveling for races and how what what happens during you know, when, when a bunch of fellas bunk together to save fun. <laughs> that that's real race car life. You can't afford, you, right. you got to save enough money to be able to buy that next set of tires. <laughs> you got to be able to afford the travel. I mean, I mean, there's there's not a lot of ladies that go to the races. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So next time people are wondering why we're all in the same hotel room, it's like we're trying to start a race so team. If you man. find one, keep them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Because of sim racing, I got into real world racing this year, and oh my, the expenses are insane. Camping is. The mandatory way of life for me now. Yeah, I feel just like. because you know, I need to be able to afford tires and gas. Oh my God, gas is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing uh, the Lucky Dog Racing Series up here, which is just an amateur endurance racing series, but it's 16 hours of racing on a, in a weekend. So eight hours over two each day. God damn. Uh, we, <laughs> the expenses are insane we uh like for us unfortunately we got lucky we got a really good car for a good price but unlucky in the aspect that we blew up a transmission we blew up a clutch we blew up a turbo oh and now the engine's toast <laughs> oh wow so oh and we haven't even finished a race yet <laughs> they kept blowing up luckily we got lucky enough that it came with spare motor spare everything the car was an ex Amer er, grand am car back in the day oh, okay so it came with a lot of spare components but it still was quite well used being an ex grand am car it, it, it's it's had a rough life um but that only happened because of uh sim racing and actually you guys have the track down in Asheville uh, mm. sim racing cafe up here in the Ottawa region we have Apex V2R which is pretty mm. much the same thing but uh, they have driver training as well real world and they do track day experiences and all that I got into sim racing out here when I moved out here a year and a bit ago and I didn't have a rig so I ended up going there and using their rigs and learning everything there and 
that got me more serious into racing, got me my own rig, which was hilarious because I bought a rig and then a month later I won a rig. Oh, really? racing oh wow. Series. So I <laughs> spent like, that? I spent like $600, $700 on a racing rig. And then a month later, they're like you won $1,300 worth of sim rig. Like, Oh, <laughs> okay. So throwing this thing up for sale, everyone thought I was a scammer when I put my second rig up for sale because I threw it up like $400. Like I just want to help someone out. Yeah. Right. And everyone's like, why the hell are you selling something for that's a month and a half old? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So the guy that's got it is great, but honestly, it's one of those things. I, I really found it interesting listening to you guys as Asheville, the the track episodes because yeah. that's where I started really getting serious into sim racing and it does lead quite quickly down the let's be real racing's like drugs once you start yep. it just keeps barreling yeah, like it, yeah it's when you get back when you get it, I find when you get in the sim after a couple of days when you're not able to uh, especially a couple of, you know a few days when you're at the actual race and you're watching real racing uh, we've said it on the show before. It's 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 what everybody's heard us say. When you're on the rig and, and racing in the sim, you you want to get to the real race desperately and get that shot in your veins. Yeah. But when you're at the real race, all you're thinking about is, God, I want to get back to my rig and and drive this track in this yeah, car. Yeah, you're thinking you want to do the thing that you're watching these guys yeah. do. You want that in your veins. It was uh, it was a very nerve wracking experience for me. So. My first race, real world, was at MoSport, so CTMP. Mm. And my first time ever on this track was during a live race. I never did a practice, nothing. The nerves, my God. The nerves when I went on that track were like, don't kill anyone, watch my mirrors. Don't kill anyone, watch my mirrors. And after about five laps... Came in just to check over some things, felt good, went back out. Within my first stint to my second stint, I shaved 12 seconds off in a lap. Just because the sim racing stuff, it does transfer. A lot of it really does. Um, especially at a regional level. It's, it's kind of incredible the things that you can pick up in the sim that do transfer to the real world. Big thing is, of course, as you guys have talked to a lot of people about is racecraft, mm. being able to actively monitor your mirrors, which let me just put on my VR snob hat right now. <laughs> you know, yes, yes. Rob oh, joined <laughs> me and Patrick will stand strong. Look, looking at the mirrors is for me, I better run, than the virtual mirror. Am I correct? No, yeah, there you go. They see. Oh, yeah, come on. Do, hey, if, if do, the mirrors, did, did the car you raced at Mossport have a virtual mirror? That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you're the dumbest. The you're the dumbest question I've ever heard, Rob. Get out of here. You're the dumbest. That was a leading I mean, question. I mean, like, you I knew mean, what the answer was going to be. My, my argument, Brad. Shut up. A real car doesn't have that. In VR, you my, can actually look around at the actual mirrors in the car. You don't need that giant abstrosity. Bradley, on the top of the screen. Sit back and <laughs> shut up and let the man talk. I would argue, well, the mirrors in the game are virtual mirrors anyways. I, well, well, oh, 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 come on. Ah, come on. There we go. I'm talking what? about that obtuse mirror that's like a big rectangle on the top of the screen. I would say this closest in the real world racing would be a wink mirror, which is quite common, especially in oval racing. 
Um, but the problem is, is the mirror adjustments in the ovals are not, or ovals or in the sim, a lot of cars, the mirrors just don't work. Like you look at the Corvette, the, the GTE yeah. Corvette. I love that car. It is by far my favorite car on the sim at this moment. It has been for quite a while, but the mirrors in that car are ass is the nicest way to you get a choice of ground or rear quarter that is what you get to see it um <laughs> which is just not conclusive to the real world so in cars like that i definitely use the virtual mirror but i try now especially now that i'm getting into more real racing is to eliminate all my hud everything yeah um and even turn off spotter because for me i need to practice listening for cars listening for stuff coming up oh wow it does help it just helps with spatial awareness you hear uh, that bradley and rob this is a real driver i oh, wouldn't say i'm very good though but <laughs> i don't use a virtual mirror when i'm racing like ai and stuff like there's times where i want that emergency well that's too. horseshit rob why would you need the virtual mirror in any case because it just spotter, it gives you, you so much information it just is like you can I can just look up with my eyes and barely have to move my head and get so much information and not take my head off the road, which in VR is way different uh, on a screen. In, in most of the GT3s, there's a little little Bosch screen, which does just as well, but it's more realistic than the virtual mirror. It doesn't pop out in a place that's unnatural for the real car. The roof of the car doesn't have a the giant... The virtual roof. mirror covers your blind spot. But... You don't have a what blind a real car spot. has what real cars do you don't you don't have a blind spot when you're driving in your car you do that's what I mean but that's you don't have a virtual mirror in the real car but it's the all I'm saying Bradley thing. is that whenever we do big 24-hour endurance races where it's once every year and if you crash the car it's gone nobody wants to hear oh well I was wanted to be more realistic when it was an avoidable thing by just clicking here, here. the thing I on I, here, I agree with I fucking this. do because it would it would break the experience no, for let's me. take a vote what'd you say Taylor I would agree with Rob on that. Like for me, Patrick. when I'm racing as myself, I just yeah, different when it's a team thing. Yeah, I agree Patrick. with Rob. Yeah, Bradley, get Patrick's that. just not on my side right just, now. Just Patrick no, is a cat. No, Bradley just no, no. Bradley, just get out of here. Y'all, y'all just also say it's just about the team. It's just about the team. That's why you yeah. gamers. No one wants to be the guy. I'm in it for my I like the immersion too. Like I got the bass shakers. I got surround sound. Like I got a whole bunch of things set up to immerse myself yeah. in. So I'm not anti-immersion. <laughs> Rob's got the vibrating butt plug for some. There you go. <laughs> he also got a lot of cats behind him. <laughs> That's an internal monitor matter. I'm now. just. I'm just seeing the cat and I'm getting anxiety for one of my for teammates. Uh, obviously, nobody can see. There's a bunch of cats behind Rob. There's two. Rob is recording. And there's a giant dog, too. <laughs> Rob, live from a zoo. <laughs> yeah, what, what exactly is going on there, Rob? Robert. Rob's zoo where you can feed the animals. animals. What exactly, Robert? Robert. Robert. Is happening Robert. On this monitor that we have. What monitor? TV. We have oh. a camera in your room, whether you know it or not. <laughs> There's just animals hanging out. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I'm, I'm just seeing those cats, and I keep getting anxious thinking oh, about cats racing. getting the dog food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just yelled at his cat. Yeah, yeah. Rob just muted his mic and yelled. <laughs> Rob is an old man that yells at the clouds. One of my. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I think we're at a good spot to take our our mid show break. How about it, fellas? Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Let's uh, 
let's reach let's refresh and recharge everybody and uh and, and get get with the program <laughs> uh, we are uh we're, we're excited to talk about uh pro car concepts uh joining us on the roadshow and they'll be pres- our roadshow at, at nashville next weekend hard to believe Is that, that next weekend hard to believe it <laughs> god we need to get hard tickets. to believe we need it. to get tickets guys <laughs> that hard to believe that next weekend one week from right now we will be gazing into robert's blue eyes <laughs> in in nashville tennessee in the flesh into the apex on the road presented by coat uh, <laughs> oh yeah this is why you need to record why would they that. want to be associated with that <laughs> any of this really your blue eyes no or anything else that i've said Look into rob's blue eyes or, or fun we're talking about fun they're like Pro a mykonos guy yeah <laughs> concepts.com Procar Concepts is sponsoring the entire End of the Apex on the Road series, which continues next week in Nashville through the Music City Grand Prix. And that's going to be a hell of a show. If you think the last two weeks have been anything, just wait until next week uh, and beyond. Petit Lama, uh, VIR for IMSA, and uh, pr- maybe the Indianapolis Eight Hours. I don't know. I'm on the fence on that. I'm on the fence. I bet I could get Patrick to come to that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Stone <laughs> Cold Steve Austin. That was Stone Cold. Out of Cold. nowhere, Patrick. We don't know what's going on with him. I think He's that was a little Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, that was more uh, Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Make no mistake, if we are in Indianapolis, if Patrick and I are there doing God knows what, it'll be presented by ProCard Concepts. <laughs> and if we are uh, at the 24 hour Charlotte karting race, which it feels possible, it'll be presented by them as well. So, uh, yeah, let's go karting, everybody. Let's go. Uh, We'll be back on the other side of this break. We'll see you next week at Nashville, and we'll see you on the other side of this break with God knows what. (laughs) Are you going to fucking cut it already? Jesus. Oh, we're not, guys. Uh, We are certainly coming back. Oh, we have too much fun here. Too much fun. All right, we'll see you on the other side of this break. go anywhere more into the apex is coming up setups whether you love them or hate them they're one of the most important elements in sim racing however so many of us don't have time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker the Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season, car, and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups but also your driving technique. The best part, when you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will help let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? 
Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. This episode is also brought to you by the Bad Weather Brewing Company, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout. And some of the best design cans you'll see, by the way. For the full tap list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Rob, Rob, what's in the bowl? Cookie what's dough, the, motherfucker. What's in the bowl? Homemade cookie dough. Homemade in what way? It was made from scratch in my home. I didn't be, <laughs> I didn't, like, it, it didn't come from sheets, if that's what you're wondering. Sheets. sheets. That's a Everything reference. comes from sheets. That's Babies a, come from sheets. Yep. That's a, that's a big so- southern to northwest or northeast reference. Wawa. If yeah, Wawa. From, I was going to say, maybe you're a if Wawa you're from Pennsylvania, person. it's sheets. Who made the cookie? Dough? I made it. Why did you do that? Because I was bored the other day. Did you want to bake cookies? Or did you're, telling cookie me it's, dough? you're telling me it's three-day-old cookie dough? No, well, one and a half. Mm. Enjoy your E. coli. One would expect such. Was, Why did you not want to I was stress eating, all right? Why are you stressing? For lots of life, man. Come on. The spa, the spa event God, is over. This is getting dark real quick. Spa is over, and we didn't have to drive. Exactly. It was stress-free. I had nothing wrong with that. You want to so know why you stress? Cookie dough that you made that you didn't bake? Well, I did bake some. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know that this might be confusing you that I cook for myself and I don't order pancakes from First Watch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like this is a foreign concept to you. How many trays of cookies? Rob, Rob gathers the ingredients. Well, that's the thing. It's like whenever like anyone knows who cooks for himself. Like if you try to make something like spaghetti, like oh, I'm just gonna make a little bit of spaghetti, and you make enough for like a small army. Same thing with cookies. That's just like I baked like six cookies, and then just got like a giant bowl of cookie dough. And I'm just like I don't want anymore. And now you eat the cookie dough raw during a late night into the apex session. Yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> Rob. So you Rob. guys don't think you're singling me out, but people are going to hear it and they're going to be like, "I see myself in this guy." Uh, <laughs> yes, they do. And they're Rob. Uh, yeah, Patrick. Rob, you, you have you been to... known to? Oh God, yeah. There you go. Oh, I believe that Patrick has nocturnal snacks all the time. Yeah, Rob? I have nocturnal nit- talks. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> don't I definitely... tee Patrick up for that. Uh, Rob, are you going to make us cookies for Nashville? 
Uh, I'll just bring you some of this stuff. It'll be a week old, but that's what the I want. Same, the same dough that that's you're, what I want. you're yeah. spooning yeah. down your mouth. Just yeah. save it for another week. There we go. Yeah. I'll put it into so a we can tube. eat it live on the air. See if it was <laughs> Are you gonna, Rob? Were your were your raw cookie dough clear customs? Oh man, I I smuggled those fucking Kinder Surprise in last time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Kinder Surprise. You hear that, Department of Homeland Security? Yeah, you hear that. This man's smuggling cookie dough up his anus. Contraband <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> it's contraband. <laughs> Next time you just gotta send him some cheese curds. Cheese curds? Oh, oh god. You guys ever had cheese curds? Yes. yes we what do you oh, think? God, you yeah. rock? <laughs> the yeah. way you said it though that's, was concerning. Yeah. That's a big Wisconsin thing for no. Patrick. Yeah, but don't you know from, you're not from Wisconsin. No, but they have those down here at the sports bar. Do they squeak? Yeah, you can get fried cheese curds anytime. Yeah. Do they squeak? I don't know. They're deep fried cheese. You're, bites. No, that's no, not deep fried. That's, that's not, not cheese no. curds. <laughs> what is a cheese what curd? Is a cheese curd? The cheese curd is just like this little hunk of cheese. <laughs> what are you it's a curd of cheese. Is, you, it, is it cooked? No, they're not deep fried. It's no, what they are. No, no, okay, okay. This is where this is a really good split here because we have half Two Americans, Canadians. half Canadians. <laughs> yeah. In Canada, cheese curds are what goes on a poutine. Like you can't put anything. Like if it's not if it's shredded the cheese or anything else. What the fuck is a poutine? What are you talking? about? There's no way that you guys have heard of Canadians and never heard of a poutine. I've never heard no. of a fucking. Poutine. Okay, you guys need to. It sounds nope. like something from poutine. It's like it's like. Are you talking about a charcuterie board? No, a, a poutine is f- fries. Don't say dirty words. Fries right? with cheese curds and smothered in gravy. That. Why the hell would what? you put gravy on fries? Gravy. What? What were you what? Gravy. Do I, did I stutter? Why would you put gravy on fries? Uh, oh my god, <laughs> Patrick. Patrick. Why? I feel like I'm living in another world right now. This is so what kind weird. of a dirty Canadian thing is this? Ugh. What are you talking about? You guys eat fucking hush puppies. They, I was going to say, they, they smell it. It's just like stuff. someone just took bread and flour, mushed it together, and threw it in a deep fryer. Yes. Talk, well, yeah, we talked about the history of that when you came down. Exactly, but that's the thing, though. It's like, for you guys to I make mean, you sound like what I'm talking, putting gravy on... Everyone eats fries and gravy Does up Does it have to do with slavery? No. <laughs> anyway, know. cheese curds go on. <laughs> so it's... That's, that's what it is. And a good cheese curd squeaks. And it makes all the... Like difference. a mouse. Yeah, it makes a squeaky yeah. noise. Squeak. That's a moan, Patrick. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it now. Stop it. Vetoing your moaning. So it's just a piece of cheese. It, but it's, it's you got until okay. You guys got to get your fucking passports and come up. <laughs> yes. God's sakes. I, I already got mine. I'm good. Well, whatever. Patrick, you're welcome anytime. You can get a flight tomorrow, bud. And yeah, I'll take you out like for that. lobster I mean, I and poutine. A passport. Patrick's afraid of planes. That I am. Too many snakes yeah, on those goddamn kill. planes. Planes will kill Patrick. Yep. I'm confused about all this, but okay. Cheese curds are deep fried. Sorry. No. Yeah, they are. Yeah. In Wisconsin. They're basically yeah. mozzarella sticks. They are. They're rolled up mozzarella sticks in a ball. Then why are you fight. calling them cheese curds? I don't know. Because they're, they're just a word. Really they're just appetizers, Rob. Yeah. They're not a big deal. It's just deep it's fried just cheese. Like I get that, but they they don't have a cheese curd. What's it's a not, cur- it's not what's a big a deal, Rob. Let it go. What's a curd? Jesus. What is this, the Middle East? What's a curd? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look it up. You like that? Um, You're alienating people. Yes, I am. Yeah. Absolutely. No, okay, Tyler is. Not you, Rob. I don't care. Rob brings people together. Yeah. 
beautiful blue racing eyes. folks motorsports what do we got yeah yeah how does cheese curds relate to sim racing it, it eventually everything. so well you need a snack at the indy eight hour that's true so yeah you need i mean during all these endurance races all of the tailgating food too tailgating food we need to be on post the stint page snacks lines. when you're done for the night in like a 24 post stint snacks oh yeah Oh, that would be good. Like Col- a midnight, like a 2 a.m. stint yeah. stack. Yeah. Culturally, like, you don't want unfried cheese. You want deep fried cheese. Yeah, you don't want you don't want Canadian bastard cheese curds. You want American See, Wisconsin cheese. I live in a you place called. Can't believe we just called our curds bastards. I like. I'm gonna punch. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you guys both in the back of the head when I see you. <laughs> next week. Yes. Next, next week. <laughs> you realize? Don't turn your back to me for the whole weekend. <laughs> you realize that your ride from the airport in Nashville or us. Yeah. He can Uber. Exactly. I'll be in the back seat. You're going to be very vulnerable. <laughs> oh, he's got a point. Okay, you're driving. You're driving. All right. Robert, bring wait. maple syrup. It's got this. a good tossing can. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> we're going to take Rob to a honky-tonk. Yeah, we're going to go to Tootsie's, aren't we? Are we going to Tootsie's? I don't What's know. Tootsie's? Tootsie's. What is Tootsie's? Tootsie's Orchid. Or whatever what is, yeah. Tootsie, Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. Orchid what is Lounge. that? A strip club? It's like a I don't renowned honky tonk bar. Yeah, it's on the, the strip in uh, Nashville. What is What is, is honky tonk? Is it a bar where you play footsies? What's no. You play honky tonk. What is honky? What is honky tonk? What is it? Would somebody know. Google honky tonk for us? Country bumpkin you're, music. You're at a computer, dipshit. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna Google. <laughs> kill, kill me some time, please, while I Google Rob. Uh, talk to us about Tootsie Footsies. I don't know. I've never been to Tootsie. I just heard of it. It's just like it's just I've a never name. Heard of it, but I've also done the research. <laughs> I just heard it in like pop culture, like just. Oh, I never honky tonk. I just want to go drink at bars. That's okay. Uh, right. Tyler's got Wikipedia. <laughs> Nothing honky wrong tonk. with this. Honky Tonk is both a bar that provides country music for the entertainment of its patrons and the style of music played in such establishments. It can also refer to the type of piano used to play in such music. Such music. Uh, boring, boring. <laughs> what the hell? So basically, you something you're going to find in the Okay. Urban Dictionary. Talk amongst yourselves. I mean, for fuck's sake. I, uh... I do hope that IMSA gets Im- the like a proper endurance event going at Indy. I think it's a good idea. Back to honky tonk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> After that brief racing what? segment there of six seconds, <laughs> you got six seconds, honky folks. Tonk. Urban Dictionary: a loud, rowdy bar that plays honky tonk country music, typically full of drunken hillbillies having a good old time. To go out honky tonking is to go out on the town to honky tonk bars and get drunk. <laughs> All right, fellas. I just want to hear Tyler say honky tonk. To to use such in a sentence is to say Sam likes to stay out at the honky tonk to three in the morning. Rob, are we going to honky tonk? I don't know, man. I feel like Nashville's a dangerous place to be. Uh, Option number two. I mean, we don't have to oh fuck each other. Jesus. Option God. number two. What the fuck? A place. What? A place where a lot of rowdy, crazy, and fun hillbillies and country folk get together and dance and play country music icons such as Hank Williams Jr. and George Strait. Oh, yeah. Hey, Crickets. we're going to go down to the honky-tonk with some friends. Want to come? I don't know. We'll find something, but... 
Oh, there's plenty of things. Here's a good one. Option number three. Honky Tonk. At the culmination of coitus, preferably doggy style, <laughs> you retrieve your banjo, lift it over your shoulder, and bring it down upon your present partner's head. The docile tones will emanate from his this southern harp or remind one of a tonky honk. A tonky honk? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> to I, use in the sentence. I, I I <laughs> one of the gone. 12 guys I screwed for money gave me a honky Urban Dictionary is so good. Oh my god, where the hell did we go? Yeah, no, I, I could have no I could have just saved the last five minutes of my life to not know that. <laughs> and that you'll that forget it in about two end. seconds, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> that folks is the end of Urban Dictionary yeah. on this show. <laughs> oh my god. What is what is this? There's really to nowhere to go from there. No. What does this have to do with racing? Lots. While you guys are going to Nashville. That's we are. true. We need to talk about our. We've experience. never been there before. No, we've never been there before. After all that, we may not go back. <laughs> we may not go in the first place. What? We haven't got tickets yet, so Rob might cancel his plane tickets. I no, can't do that. I can't get the money back for the Airbnb. What if exactly? You get, what if you get COVID? I'm not gonna get COVID. I already had it. What if? You, what if you get monkeypox? Well, I get monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> they don't test for that on the plane. What exactly. if you already have tested for monkeypox? I think you already have it, Rob. You look like you have it. What's that, what's that fucking mean? <laughs> it means you look like shit. <laughs> oh, God. At least via camera. You can tell Tyler has no topics whatsoever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what if, <laughs> just well, fucking no, I have berate topics. and belittle. What do you think about those hypercars? No, I have. I do have topics, actually. All right, let's, let's get into them. Alex Pillow being Alex Pillow racing while being sued by Chip Ganassi wanting to go to Aero McLaren. I mean, if there's that's the topic, everybody. But is there anything we can say that you're not already thinking? That's that's where, where I come from on that. Does and he finish the season out, I mean, he's racing this weekend. But does he R- finish the season now? He, he, of course he is. You don't think it may be awkward I, around that paddock right now? Oh, I think it's I mean, super awkward. Tense. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and that's just the first be. weekend. Like, do you think? It's the the second, longer it really. goes on, the more hardship and feel like more hard feelings will will happen. And it's just like, are you really going to be able to bring him back for another year and get production and like yeah. a good working relationship? Like it's not just this season. Like you got to mediate this thing. Yeah, like you can't be just suing them. Like it just, it's just insane. Yeah. Just mediate it. I mean, I don't know. Here's my take. I mean, this is this is probably a lukewarm take because Felix Rosenquist is on the pole for the race this weekend. But I felt like Felix had a better shot staying at Ganassi rather than going to McLaren like he did. Uh, because now what? We're looking at Felix going to Formula E. Ro- I mean, you guys, would you rather be in, in the IndyCar series here or would you rather be in Formula E? Which would you rather be in? It's not even a... That's yeah. not, that's a joke of a question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. IndyCar, IndyCar, every Indy. day. Then, then Felix should have stayed in the car that Pillow took. Because I mean, maybe he saw, maybe Felix saw, like everybody else, an opportunity to go to Formula One, and and I just don't think it was there. I think if if anybody was going to be Pato, and I mean Colton Hurd is driving McLaren in practice. Uh, I don't think Felix was was anywhere in the top two to go to Formula One in that McLaren in any McLaren because everybody's talking about Ricardo being gone and somebody else jumping in. 
And now they say what? It could be Pato. It could be Colton. It could be. Yeah. But Pato uh, even said in an interview this year that he doesn't. He wants his ultimate goal is to race an F1, but he still has. He still wants to win a championship in Indy, and he still wants to win the Indy 500. So right. he might not be ready to just jump a ship yet. But Pelot, who also already has a championship, might be ready. Right, and also what I I read somewhere was that IndyCar was thinking for their schedule for 2024, returning to Mexico. So maybe having Pato around for at least till then to hopefully, you know, boost some of IndyCar's numbers down there. Then maybe he'll go to Formula One. Well, who knows? I'm excited to hear next week's show because, well, there are a lot of reasons, as we've discussed. But I think one big reason I'm excited to hear next week's show and to be there, I can't believe this is next weekend. Cannot believe it. Rob has been, I mean, anybody that's listened to this show week in and week out for the last five months, they know that Rob has been full staff for IndyCar. Yep. Full staff. He's like fully staffed? Oh, oh, blue vein diamond cutter for IndyCar. (laughs) (laughs) And for the first time, for the first time ever, next weekend, Rob is going to watch the NDT IndyCar series in person with his own beautiful blue eyes. I know. Like, first so time it. ever? Oh, first yeah. time ever. I've never been to an IndyCar series. Can we watch him experience this? Oh, I'm watching you, Rob. I'm watching oh, yeah. you. Watch- watching the watching. I am. I'm going to be watching. I got to admit. Don't you look at me because I'm looking at you. And we'll get your take because he will have been the only one among us who have seen F1. Yeah. I, he can tell I can barely F1 say I saw F1. I didn't really see F1. Uh, I was in the presence of F1. I'm yeah. so sorry. That tell us about the environment versus F- IndyCar versus F1 environment. Well, I say I've never been to IndyCar. That's what I mean. You're about to go. So we can compare and contrast. Yeah, next Make week, a Venn diagram, sure. Rob. For sure. Rob, right. if you're full staff seeing IndyCar in person, I'm just going to be like triple staff seeing you see it. <laughs> That's all I I'll can be say. happy. Believe me. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see you experience this because it's great. I love it. Another one off the list. Another one off the list. Yeah, they'll have to just have to go to like Lamar. And when we're all going to go. We're all going to go. We'll get our right. I think the big ones for me would be Nurburgring. Yeah, that's Nurburgring. Yes. Nurburgring needs to be on Absolutely. there. One year we have to cancel all American trips and do nothing but European trips. Yeah, Patrick, you're off for off for quiet. Are you guys paying for my trips? Maybe. Is is it just a financial issue? <laughs> that and also I don't want to be on a plane for that damn long. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's just going to gonna be the way. It drive does, your car. To I'm going to drive my car to France. <laughs> Yeah, hop a ferry. I'm assuming Patrick drives to Magic School. Yeah, maybe you can just rent out a shipping container on like some cargo. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna be stuck in sea for you know a hundred fucking days. Yeah, exactly. Sail a boat, uh, Patrick. Sail a boat. Or just I'm get on, a on boat the plane. It's not about Become, the destination. Uh, it's about the way you Patrick. get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Patrick. I'll fly to like North Carolina National. or Florida, but that's honestly about trains, planes, and automobiles. Patrick. You you could make it to Nashville, Patrick. 
Oh, I yeah yeah no, I can't. No, there's still time. There's yeah, still we're time. in like the lull right now of like sim racing endurance events, like big events. But it's like now we got like a good series of like real life race events over the next like four months, five months. We also have the 24 hours of Le Mans. That's definitely, pardon me, the 1440 minutes through the yes. French countryside in August here. The, the second version. Yeah. yeah. Which you, we, we are defending champions other than Rob. Yeah. Well, and Pat me Pat too. Was, yeah, Pat wasn't on that team. Oh. Did Screeching, well, Moose, did Screeching Moose do the Majors 24? Yes. Um, How'd it go? Less successful than last year. <laughs> I see. We we had a really really good start of the race and pushed through it. We didn't make it into the splits we wanted to. Uh, just couldn't put down the pre queue laps, but really good. I think we made it to like the 16 hour mark, and not terrible. We were really. <laughs> we made it to like the 16 hour mark, and we were fighting for possibly P1. We were definitely in the running. We were five seconds off on an off strategy to second. So we were on track for at least a podium at that point. Um, unfortunately, we had some incidents with some other vehicles over the night. Just really, unfortunately, one of those long, everyone's tired incidents and ended up eighth. The year before we were fourth split, which was incredible. Majors is honestly an incredible event. I'm sure you guys know at this point how well they do with that stuff. It's just everyone's really well behaved. Sandbagging's to a minimum, at least, mm. except for from what I heard in your guys' splits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard it. I saw the protest sheets. There's there was a lot of yep. protests for sandbagging. That was brutal. Oh yeah. Uh, it seemed our split like we were looking for it and. It seemed like we were pretty good, but every other split had like hardcore sandbag. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, it's a beautiful time. Yeah, majors is great. Uh, the 1440. I'm actually doing with a coworker. He doesn't have eye racing. He just he loves racing, and I got him running my rig. We're going to be sharing an account to run the 1440. So we might just do two driver, and we might do three drivers with another guy helping us out. I like it. It's going to be good fun. I think we're going to try that again. The VRS Global Endurance, whatever it is. That's. I think Rob's. I think Rob's going to join us. Oh yeah. If there's, if you guys are doing a 24 hour race, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it because we didn't get to do Spa. Yeah, I'm Thursday, like Daytona. Yeah. And then the third of September would be the next. One I won't be do. doing that. I, I don't think I'm going to do that one. I've do a Daytona. That's a holiday here in America. Even more reason to do it. Yeah, there you go. September. Oh yeah, it's Memorial. It's, that's uh, Labor Day. Labor Day here in America. So it's a three. It's a. We will be doing weekend. the Lama though, will we? Petite Lama. Yes. And also Lama Lama. When is that though? This when month is, or this coming month? Is it, is it the same day as VIR AMSA? No. Okay, good. It's so August. We, so we will be able to do that then. Correct. With how it's often August. we're in the same split as you guys nowadays, I hope <laughs> we'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a cool thing about it all is seeing teams that you're you, uh, always when you jump into these endurance race splits, you're looking for teams that you're familiar with. Yeah. 
Who you can respect um, and who you want to avoid. <laughs> correct. Ally teams. I yeah. consider your team Screeching Moose an ally team. Yeah. I would I would say I the feel same like we thing. always we're always with Donkey Bob, whoever yeah. shout out if you're out there and you're associated with Donkey Bob. Donkey Bob. I feel like they're and massive and they're everywhere. Quality control. Koala, yes. <laughs> Quality control. Those two teams always. We at first we noticed them because there are other animal named teams. <laughs> Cause you know, hey. Yeah. But we just we always end up racing with those guys. You and uh, another team called CMS. Those are the teams we're always we're always we're always in a split with one of them. Yep. And it's usually similar. It's always almost the same teams. I see that team a lot too. It's it's interesting. You get familiar with them, and then you get those unofficial rivalries going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for certain. Oh, definitely. I'm not going to say that when we but see a mad team, we're like. Bop. We're coming for you. Donkey Bob. <laughs> We're coming for you, Donkey Bob. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> I mean, the same it's like th- Team Redline. Yep. Yeah. You bastard fucks. <laughs> I know oh, we did goodness. the same thing when we see if you guys quality above us at a race, we're like, okay, those are our target. <laughs> yep. If you see Mad Zim Racing number whatever, those are your friends. We're friendly folk. Friendly not, folk. Not oh, Team yeah. Mad, though. Yeah. Oh. Mad, no. We have. There are, there are two mad whatever the hells Knock and uh, there's some rivalry. So, Mad Sim Racing number, three digit number. Those are your friends. If you see something else, I don't know what to tell well, you. Well, that's the thing. It's cool how this works out because you can find those teams that you have a common respect for. You guys have raced multiple times, and you have that ability to understand and respect each other a little bit on the track once you've raced a few times. Like endurance racing and definitely like Lamar. If you're seeing teams that you recognize in P1s and you're like, okay, I know he's competent. He's not going to fucking kill me. Going <laughs> into Mulsanne or something like that. You give more leeway to each other. It makes just racing yeah. better. If you're not racing in the same lap or you're not racing in the same class, working together makes the racing better. And it's nice to f- get that out of sim racing, seeing people that you're racing more and more often. Especially if you kind of keep progressing at the same level. I agree. I mean, it feels like a realistic field, just like any kind of road league or a hell over league, oval league. Yeah. Uh, having that similar field, it's what you seek. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people go after the league style racing. Um, and you, you're kind of always, especially with road leagues, but just overall with league racing, you're looking for that lightning in a bottle as a competitor, as a league runner, whatever it is. Uh, you want that familiar group of people and you want that right group of people because you, people are just weird. I mean, I'm sure in any kind of real, I mean, say in champ car or lemons or whatever the hell, if you're, you have real world consequences and and money on the line, you're going to act. I hope you're going to act pretty right. But in the league racing, you're just trying to find normal, sane people. People are not going to get weird on you uh, when you come into competing. They'll take it serious. It's really a balance of having fun, but taking it seriously enough to where it's still fun, because people can get goofy enough in the leagues to or, or things like that to where they just leave, or you get you know cranky fuckers who just are mad all every week, no matter what happens. They're mad at somebody, and uh, I mean you know the thing. Everybody knows the thing. 
All right. All right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Whatever that means. You know the thing. Yeah, you know the thing. You know the guy. Yeah, we know those guys. Daryl. <laughs> Fucking Daryl. You not call him out like that. Old man. God yells at the damn class. it, Carl. You know what I'm saying? Fucking LMPs. Yeah, LMP, I know these LMP asses. These faster class cars. You know how much time you cost me? How how you can tell faster that we all doing started faster class driving? Cars do? How yeah. how you can tell we're all GT drivers? Fucking faster, fucking LMP cars. Fuck you. LMP. Yeah, I love the LMP. LMP pricks. They're I a lot too. of fun. Um, Rob is an LMP prick. I've been <laughs> conscientious. I was racing Fuji for the. Fr- I was learning Fuji. Uh, in the IMSA series this week. And uh, I was in the Lamborghini with my coach Dave set up. And um, the uh, LMP2 overall leader came up on me in one of those sweeping corners. And I was trying to stay in my area, not knowing the track, being pretty mediocre. Show me on the doll where the LMP2 touched Oh, him. I t- he, he thought I touched him. Well, we connected and he, he obviously lost the lead because we died, both of us. And uh, the LM- the overall leader accused me of wrecking him. Well, well, get the hell out of here. It's my corner too, bitch. My <laughs> corner too. Okay. This is my swamp. This Murder. is my swamp now. Uh, I don't like to talk about my weekly esca- ex- escapades. Escapades. Please, please don't. On please don't. Everything else we talked about. We do, and that ticked me off. Let's share LMP two, LMP twos, and GTDs. Let's share these corners. Okay, that's all. That's Can't all. Can't we all just get along? That's all I've got. That's all God I've got. bless us, everyone. Is it always my fault? It, surely not, right? Surely not. Can't always be my fault. Sometimes, yeah, maybe. But is it always your fault when you're blamed? Yeah, maybe. I try. I try and race both cars just to see, kind of what people complain about. Because let's be real, some of the LMP2 drivers complain about things that just don't make sense. They don't seem to understand that GT cars have to go wider. Yep. I've had cars that try and pass me off the track, hit me, and are like, what are you doing, bruh? That's what happened to Fuji. Yeah. My, co- well, my know, Lamborghini was going to track out more than LMP2. Yeah, I mean, it has to. But you know, if, you never, if you're not sure, you can always post on Reddit. And ask, <laughs> whose fault was this? Do you guys feel like generally... There's no shortage of those. Do you guys feel generally, in official or otherwise races, that you take responsibility for incidents that are your responsibility? Oh, yeah. I take no personal responsibility for anything. Okay. I mean, I'm I, honest. I'm I honest. That. I believe that. I, I usually will... If I'm not sure, I'll try and get in the second opinion. Because sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, maybe I fucked that up, but who is more at fault there? No matter what incident there is, you always got to look at it objectively. Okay, but anyway, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> what folks? were we talking about? Not sure. We had a hard, we had a hard stop there. Not sure. Stop. Not sure why that happened. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> a little technical issues. Yeah, yeah, a little glitch there. It might have yeah. sounded a little bit abrupt. Yeah, but. This show is not offensive at all. No. Never. We've never had to cut anything in our life. No. <laughs> Rob, Rob how you doing? I'm doing all right. You doing okay? <laughs> that sounds okay. scared. <laughs> that sounded like a man who questions his career in motorsport yeah. broadcasting. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we'll keep. That. We live in a glass house, Rob. Yeah, we'll keep that in the archives. Yeah. <laughs> so that's in the vault. Hard. Only, only we know what just topic happened. Hard topic switch. Yeah, exactly. Hard oh, topic switch. <laughs> what do you guys think is going to happen with the P ones that are in the game when the first GTP actually does get announced? Archives. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he'll you go legacy and they'll go? run a they'll run a couple series probably with. They're already still. pretty unpopular to me. Yeah, you barely. But get they're in. already outdated by quite a bit. The yeah, people who really want to race them are like in the big events whenever yeah. like the people who want the overall win. Yeah. I feel like they're yeah they're they're difficult. I mean, for for us, for me, I think for most of us here at least, they're difficult to figure out. Not for don't say us. What about you? I can drive. I the love LMP. the strategy of the LMP one. Yeah, it's I all about I boost management. Yeah, the boost management. It's, it's it's not that complicated. Do you feel like control wise, you understand the Mercedes F1 car? Well, no. Well, like, base, oh, there we go. Yes and no, because like. You get into like the launch procedures and stuff like that for the starts, and like it gets pretty in depth. And like I don't have proper hand clutch or anything like that either. So it's like I just don't. I'm probably not using it to like the full way that the sim tries to replicate it to the real world. So you know, but like using like the both the ERS and DRS, yeah, no problem there. Oh, I mean, you can you can get that to work, but you just can't get anything else to work. What do you mean? Right, Rob. You coming at me halfway home? Will you want to tell you want to race me in it? Yeah, let's race. All right. You want to do a head to head? We can. I'll do it. Can we do a triple head? I'll do it. I'll do a head to head between now and next week in Nashville. Between now and next, no, so not tonight. I'll do it tonight. As soon as we get off air, in just a moment here. Yeah, the loser buys the, the loser buys the first drink in Nashville. We should do that. We should have a race between us to, to determine that. Who buys the drinks in Nashville? We'll do that this week. I can't do it tonight though. You rat bastard. You should probably get some we'll practice. Anyway. We'll do it this week. We'll do it this week though, for sure. That is a good idea. Well, let's not do so F one cars. Let's do something that's funner. You know what I mean? Something What's little funner. Indeed Pro two thousand. Ooh, there we go. That's interesting. V eight supercar. Where? Uh, Road to Atlanta. V8 supercar, roaded Lila. Oh boy! No, I hate the supercars. No. Yeah, I don't even have the supercar. I'm serious. Just the three of us. Yeah. Yeah, I would race the three of us. Just the three of us. Let's do uh, the Indy Pro 2000 at Road Atlanta. Okay. Why aren't you just or we could doing race Indy Indianapolis? Yeah. Why don't we yeah, just race, race Indy, Indy cars. cars? I don't give a damn. Indy cars. Yeah, we're racing Indy cars. We're going to Indy this week. Let's do it. We're not going to Indy. We're going to Nashville. We're going to we'll in, watch, we're going IndyCar. watch IndyCar. Oh, so buy the new Nash, in, buy the new Indianapolis Speedway. You don't, you don't have, have to buy, buy it. Have to buy it. Oh, you don't. Where Bradley's Bradley's God, Bradley. Bradley, do you even go on iRacing anymore? He doesn't. I just, no. I, 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 I'm in the middle of a transition, folks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh really? God, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't leave us something back. Okay, folks. Sorry, folks. Next, really into muff yeah. diving. Oh, right my now. racing rig. Right, <laughs> folks. Next week on my rig, we'll be at my rig is in transition okay. why is that not better that's not better why is that not improved my situation not better it doesn't at all it does i'm moving the location of my racing equipment okay there ergo i've not raced as much in months i don't know why i haven't been racing yeah. that much either recently not because i, I don't want not races as much as in the summer 
It's just what's yeah. wrong. With, I've said that to Tyler that much as well. What's wrong with all There's, of there? There are things happening in the summertime. The fall and the winter time is the peak of sim racing. Well, you, you don't have, have an excuse. You live in like the south. Do you all have yes, family? We live yeah, in the they, south. They, you get, you get, realistically, they don't get to complain. Yeah. Your winters are our summers. Exactly. Winter. You understand? It's 102 degrees here today. Yeah, you in the summer. I want to but your winter you is like summer. <laughs> you all understand uh, that you also, need to abandon your family. It's over 100 here for like the last two months. Are you guys not racing because of life commitments? Well, yes. kind of. Yeah. Like real race cars. Let them go. Let them go. I still if get on people that care for a couple you, times a week, but it's still just not not like an every night thing. Like care for you. Can't you just spend time with your loved ones a couple times a week and yeah. race every other time? You can't say anything, person. Bradley. You can't. <laughs> I don't, tell Mrs. Rob to calm down. I don't I get all Rob the leeway in right, Rob. I'm going to shut the fuck up now. Rob doesn't have an issue here. I think yeah. other people do. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to calm down. Patrick, that's a loaded statement. It is. It's loaded, yeah. and then there's a spare clip, too. Calm. <laughs> Patrick? 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 Shots fired. I want to give you I want to give you a hug. You fucked me more than that. last weekend. He wants to do more than that. Patrick, I love you. I love you, too, Patrick. Love you, all right, Patrick. see you in Nashville all next right, week, all folks. All right, folks. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Taylor, no, no, nothing back of that, Patrick. Un- unrequited love. Yeah, let's leave it. For Patrick, back. don't don't say you love him back. Do not say you love Bye, him. Bye, Felicia. Please. Nope, Patrick doesn't care for you at all. You haven't done anything for this man. I feel empty. Yep, you should go lay down. Uh, Taylor, thanks so much for joining us. You'll be yeah. back in the fourth chair, no doubt. Definitely. In the rotation. It was great to be in here, guys. Awesome having a good show. Cheers. On the road next week in Nashville. We'll be back in the studio after that. Don't know what's going to happen. Intotheapex.com. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 